Hello and welcome back to Atomic Ether. My name is Dave. Yes, we took a week off because because uh, 2020. Um, we're back and we're going to talk about a bunch of stuff. Try to keep it spoiler free because we know it's stuff. Not everybody's going out to the movies and stuff like that. So anything we review, we'll try to keep it as spoiler free as possible. Joining me to talk about such various things is Kyle. <clears throat> hey, what up, everyone? Wow, maxing out your blowing out your speakers. Yeah. <clears throat> and Jenny. Hello. And there's always going to be a pause when we ask Jenny to speak because she has to mute it on mute because she has got a million fans since 122 degrees on that side of the world. <laughs> um, it's a tad bit hot today. And at some points you might hear Minecraft in the background being played by Kyle's girlfriend. Woohoo! Who does have a name and it's not identified as Kyle's girlfriend. Her name Jenny? Is- her name is Amanda. AKA Kyle's girlfriend. Shoot, that was her name? I, I just went by Kyle's girlfriend the whole time we've been dating. Weird. She <laughs> <laughs> does not belong to you, sir. <clears throat> it was a joke. Yeah, that's um, okay. All right, so we got a couple things to talk about. We're going to talk about New Mutants. We're going to talk about Tenet, which I think I'm the only one I can, that can talk about it. Um, Mandalorian news. Bill and Ted 3 review from probably just Jenny. Um, Because I have not watched it. I'm waiting to watch it with some friends. Um, We could talk a little bit about the new Avengers video game. I played a little bit of it. I don't know how much Kyle's played. Uh, I played for 12 hours yesterday for it. Wow, okay. (laughs) Uh, The Boys Season 2, which dropped a little bit early. I have not started it yet, so we'll keep it spoiler-free when we talk about it. Um, I have finished The Umbrella Academy and Jack Ryan Season 2, finally. So, (laughs) not up there. Uh, So, we'll talk about that. Um, And a couple... Uh, random bits and pieces. But first, let us start with a sad note. Uh, since we recorded last, we lost a member of the Marvel Universe, a big key member of the Hollywood world, um, and just an all-around um, real-life superhero. Uh, Chadwick Boseman passed away uh, over the past two weeks, like last week, I think. It feels... Days don't feel normal anymore. Um, he had been battling cancer this whole time, and literally no one knew. Um, they kind of he kept it to himself. That was his. Own, that was his choice. His family's choice. Um, I'm sure some co-stars and directors and things like that knew, based on scheduling and things of that nature, because he was fighting all of this in between his movies. So man works very hard, believed very hard in what he did. Um, very good person by all accounts. You know, I don't know the man. None of us have met Chadwick Boseman, I don't think, at cons or anything like that. Um, great actor from everything I've seen him in. 42 is a phenomenal movie. Um, 21 Bridges I finally got to watch was great. And, of course, Black Panther. Um, and all of the Marvel movies are fantastic. Uh, very sad news. Colon cancer at 43. Um, and he had been fighting it. There was times he was getting shamed on the Internet for being so thin. And uh, now, now, I mean, you should have known better before, but now you know better. Just mind your business. Um, but anyway, uh, Chadwick Boseman, um, any, any thoughts you guys want to say before we, uh, I don't know, it's saying goodbye, I guess? It's just, it's heartbreaking. It's, it's one of those things that, you know, shitty people seem to live forever, but the ones that are inspirational and do good, do good. 
they're always taken too quickly, you know, so that's, it's, you know, there's, there's that great YouTube um, video of, I think it was the Tonight Show where they just had fans talking to a TV screen and he was Alan. behind the screen. It's, it is so heartwarming to like watch that because the movie Black Panther alone was, it was so impactful to so many people's lives. And he is that character, you know, he, he brought it to life and watching everybody's reaction. And then when he came out, he was just like, eh you know, it's that the world needs more of that right now. And it was sad. It's, it was crushing too. What, what's funny is um, we were watching Bill and Ted and we were like in the last 15 minutes of the movie and my brother text. And then like, we had to go back and rewatch Bill and Ted because it just sucked the life out of us. It's like, oh, geez, you know, it was, it was, it was hard news to, to take. So his, uh, not that this matters, but it's kind of, kind of crazy. Uh, the day after he died, the tweet in which his family announced his death on Twitter became the most liked tweet ever with more than 6 million likes in under 24 hours and accumulating 7 million by the 31st. Um, just goes to show how important he was. I mean, this is a tough year losing Kobe Bryant and then Naya, Naya Rivera uh, recently too. With all of this race being important to this year, right now we lost like three very key figures to the black community and leaders, um, especially Chadwick and Kobe. But uh, Kyle, anything you'd like to say? Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, it came out of left field because as you said, he kept it quiet and that's that was his discretion to do it. Um, I mean, as for as someone who knows and who lost someone with cancer, it it definitely does suck. And I mean, I haven't. I've the only other non-Marvel movie that I saw him in was um, Draft Day, so I can only that Kevin Costner, that Kevin Costner and Tom Welling. Um, so I can uh, like, Tom Welling is it a football movie? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, whatever. Anyway. Uh, um, but no, I thought he did a great job in uh, draft day, and I have been meaning to watch uh, Twenty One Bridges and Forty Two. I just have never. Forty Two is great. Around. You got to be kind of a baseball fan, but it's awesome. Ow! <laughs> Why? I'm laughing, I'm laughing at the cat. Um. Yeah, um, he did some good TV too. He did an episode of Fringe. He was on an episode of Justified that I don't remember. Um, I mean, and he and I guess, uh, yes, uh, Saturday this past Saturday, uh, SNL replayed their uh, their episode with him on it. Yeah, I watched a couple of clips from that. Mm-hmm. So, uh, for you Marvel fans that want to keep living on the Ch- T'Challa Black Panther storyline, uh, he did. I'm guessing still do his what if stuff. Is it yeah, still, from still being credited on his on his IMDb, from, so from what I it, heard, yeah, he did his voice voice stuff and did an animated thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's actually, it's not a spoiler, but it's a what if. So it's you know a different universe type thing. What if this happened? He's playing T'Challa, Black Panther, and Star Lord. So what if T'Challa was Star Lord? <laughs> it's kind of weird. I'm looking forward to that. But uh, yeah, he was diagnosed the same year he was cast to play T'Challa. Or the same year that came out, I should say, not the same year as cast. Um, he he says he's a he said he was a Christian. He actually prayed to be Black Panther before he got the role. So it's good good to hear. This is for you spiritual folks, um, like like myself. That's uh, 
faith does go a long way. Um, yeah. Uh, so yeah, you know, take some time you know, over the next couple of weeks, watch some of those movies that you enjoyed. Uh, if you need recommendations, like we said, 42 is a good one. If you like baseball, you play Jackie Robinson. Um, Civil War is a great movie where you're introduced to T'Challa and Black Panther. Um, uh, he was also in Get On Up, but I haven't seen Get that movie. He's great. Yep. He's Get great on up. that one. And he's he's fabulous in, uh, uh, what's it called? Marshall? Uh, Five Bloods, the new... Um, oh, the, the Five Bloods, yeah. Yeah, really good in that as well. But I think, hands down, I think 42, if you haven't seen it, especially if you're a baseball fan, it's the performances top-notch it's pretty awesome and it's such it's another one of those movies that is so culturally needed that it should it should be on your watch list it's it's entertaining and it's very, very it's, one of, it's one of those things where we're watching i'm re-watching lots of things that might have been in the 80s and 90s or that took place in the 40s and 50s like um umbrella academy season two um is in the 50s early 50s and there's a lot of race stuff in there and you want to think that we're beyond that. And we are nowhere near beyond any of that in 2020. Like, it's it's crazy. Anyway, um, you know, uh, thoughts are with his family and all the fans. Just uh, kind of keep, keep Chadwick alive through artwork, through anything you do. Um, share it on Twitter. Keep, keep, his, keep his message alive. He's, he's you know, a very positive um, great representation for black children everywhere that they have a superhero in him and in black Panther. Um, just a person to look up to for sure. And there was a little bit of darkness to go along with uh, even more darkness when he passed uh, a certain website, which I'm not going to name hours, maybe minutes after he died. I don't even know posted how Marvel can move on after the passing of Chadwick Boseman for black Panther two. Like, yes, that's a story you can tell maybe a month from now, maybe two months from now. The, the, they're not even in production. Let's just stop it. Like, mm-hmm. let's celebrate the man and not worry about the character for now. It's just, it was just awful, tacky. And they apologized for it. So I'll give them, I'll give them their credit that it was, uh, it was, you know, it wasn't, I, I don't know. I, I still think it's clickbait. You're using click for clickbait. The timing of it, at least. Well, I think I think too, though, when it comes to, I mean, everybody has a has a journal, you know, is a journalist now and all that. But the moment tragedy happens across the board, the first things you go to is shock, and then what ifs, and where do we go? And a lot of people jump to that where do we go really fast because it's the way that they they relate, and it's like if your main thing was. <clears throat> Black Panther is so much a part of my life and you're anxious and you want another one and you want that. And then they just, you know, the rug gets taken out from under you. You miss those first steps of mourning and you go straight to the, but what now? So it's somewhat understanding. It is a little tacky. I'm not going to disagree. Um, but the way to make it less tacky is, is how do you continue in the memory of him? And I, a lot of the ideas that are out there are great. Yeah. I mean, if I'm going to put it out there, I want his sister to take over as Black Panther. Mm-hmm. Um, it's theological choice. I, I support that message. <laughs> yeah. I think that would be great. I would I would totally watch that storyline. Plus, I love that actress. I loved her in uh, Black Mirror. You name it. She's, she's 
pretty badass. Yeah. And there, there was already an established, you know, rapport with her because of the, the existing movies that, come on, we can do yeah. this. I think it'll be good. Yeah. Um, all right, let's jump into some headlines before we talk some reviews. Um, let's see. Uh, Fox is developing an animated X-Files comedy series, kind of like Below Decks that they're doing for Star Trek on CBS All Access. Or was it Lower Decks? Lower Decks. Um, so that's kind of cool. Um, I think that, that'll be, that'll be kind of fun. I don't, I don't know if it's going to be on Fox or some kind of subscription service, but um, Marvel has changed the name of their movie from Marvel's The Eternals to Marvel's Eternals. Woo! Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Netflix has ordered a Resident Evil TV series. Mm-hmm. Executive produced by one of the Supernatural executive producers. So that's pretty dope. I'm looking forward to that. Um, HBO is bringing Michael Crichton's Sphere book to television with the Westworld producers. The movie Sphere, awful. Don't <laughs> uh, don't waste your time. A lot of buildup for a lot of nothing. The book is phenomenal. After I read Jurassic Park, I digested everything Michael Crichton in middle school and high school. And Sphere's up there. Congo was one of them that disappointed with the movie as well, which I hear they're making a remake or a TV show or something. I can't remember what it was. I could be wrong on all counts, but a lot of good Michael Crichton books to be made into movies, not just dinosaur stuff, even though the dinosaur stuff is yummy. Um, but yes, was, uh, Sphere is great. Very, very much a thriller, sci-fi thriller. Uh, I mean, the cast was great for that movie. Um, yeah, Cotton Weary from the Scream movies. What's his name? Um, he was, uh, he had his own show on Showtime. Um, he was like a hitman or a cleaner. Anybody, anybody. Nah, uh, Sam Jackson's in it. Uh, Boy, that's Dustin, Dustin Hoffman, Sharon Stone, Sam Jackson. Ah, that helps a lot. Showtime, you said. Ray Donovan, he played. Oh, Leif Schreiber. Leif Schreiber. What's funny is, like, going, why can I even remember? I was looking at Jenny the whole time. Like, like I know. I'm like, and I'm sitting there. I'm like, he had his own show, and I'm like thinking of like, what's his name, Jamie, uh, uh, Jamie Kennedy, and I'm like. Who cares? <laughs> yeah, no, no I wouldn't. <laughs> but I was like, so I was like, Cotton Weary, why am I not? Why is this name? You played Sabretooth. Like, Just say that. <laughs> uh, long forgotten. You know, do you realize who his brother is, though? I don't know if you guys watch um, American Gods or if you watch The Wire, but his, oh, brother, yeah, yeah. his brother uh, is in both of those. Hang on a second. Rad. My mic is acting kind of weird. Give me one second. <laughs> Can you hear me? Now I can. Can you hear me? Yes. Weird. I think his brother's name too is like Pablo Shiver. But he's rad. He's super cool. He um he did Mad Sweeney in American Gods and best character. Well, next to I think, I know I think we've talked about him before too. He's rad. Um so uh real quick, Westworld. Uh give me one second here. New Westworld news. Interesting. Awesome. Uh, no, no, no. This is about oh. Sphere because it's the producer. Oh, gotcha. Uh, Westworld producer Denise Thay will showrun and executive produce a new series based on the novel. 
Um, but check this out. Um, in addition to her work, blah, 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 she's also written. Uh, Thay will executive produce alongside showrunners Jonathan Nolan and Lisa Joy. Robert Downey Jr. and Susan Downey will also produce the series through hmm. their team Downey Banner. So, yeah, just could, like um, could RDG, RDGA be playing the, uh, the, the, the main character role by Dustin Hoffman? Okay, wait. Hands down, though. So Robert Downey Jr. was just the executive producer on the Perry Mason show. Mm-hmm. On oh, was he? was he? That show was badass. They did such a good job. The way that they wrote it, the way that the story developed, the filming, all of it. Like, I was, I was shocked. I was like, yeah, we can watch that. It's, it's fine. It's a, it's a period piece, right? It's not set in current time. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's like a. Um, right after World War II, so it's like late 40s, early 50s, um, all Los Angeles at the time. Really dark, really dark, but um, I can't think of the actor's name, the guy from The Americans. He was in the Mr. Rogers movie. Yeah, I know you're talking about. He, fabulous, and it's really funny because he's such a good actor, but when you see him talking, <coughs> I don't know if he's Scottish or Irish, but he has Matthew Reese. Oh my gosh, his accent is so strong. And then he's like Perry Mason, and he's like a total asshole, you know, Los Angeles guy. Really good though. And that I didn't was know, Tommy Jr. I didn't know Tatiana Maslani and John Lithgow were in it. Yeah, John Lithgow is one of the main characters. So it's Tatiana Maslani from uh yep. Yep. um what's her show? Oh shoot. The weird well, uh, show. Orphan Black. There you go. Hmm. Yeah, she uh she um is the main religious chick. Yeah. But uh, it, they did a really, really good job. And it's got um, the girl that plays in, um, oh my gosh, my brain is not functioning. I wanted, <laughs> I wanted. Uh, I, a glow, a glow on uh, Netflix. One of the girls from there is in that as well. I wanted Tatiana Maslany to play the adult version or the teenage version, like a young 20s version of X-23. <laughs> I can see that. I want her to take over the Wolverine thing. No more Wolverine. Well, she calls herself Wolverine. No more Logan. There we go. Okay. <laughs> oh, she did the she did the voice of Katniss for the uh, the, the audiobook of Hunger Games. Hmm. She also does a voice for Lock and Key audiobook. Hmm. I still need to watch Lock and Key. Yeah, that's what I was just gonna say. Um, <laughs> they did a good job. Netflix did a really good job with Lock and Key. It's it's definitely more like teenage horror you know but um like it holds up for adults as well but i i i enjoyed it and i've I've read the first uh, first couple of the graphic novels and it keeps it it doesn't stay parallel to it you know like it takes its own its own direction but uh they did a good job at at least keeping with the the overall idea of the story yeah i liked it um, I just realized it and I didn't see it a week ago. CBS All Access dropped their first teaser for The Stand. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know what I'm it gonna looks watch. amazing! I'm going to watch it as soon as we're done recording. I should just... We're done. Good night. Good night. Time I'm going to watch this. Time out. Skarsgård as the man in black is... Oh my gosh. And I hope that they do a great job and then I hope that CBS just goes, we should revisit the Dark Tower and we should do the Dark Tower right and just start going into the 19 stories. Like, come on, because I just want to see Skarsgård in all of it. So, so, have, so have, you, have you both seen the TV version of The Stand? No. Okay, so Kyle, this doesn't apply to you. 
I'm so engrossed in that version of Larry Underwood because that actor was so good as Larry Underwood. They have a black guy playing Larry Underwood in this, and he's like, I, I wonder if they're going to change the style of music he makes because he's a musician, and he's like a one-hit wonder basically in the in the series. I think in the book too. Um, oh, solely because he's a one-hit wonder because this this virus comes out. Um, but at the same time, he's not selling a lot of records either. <laughs> he's got one good song, "Stand by Your Man," I think it's called, and it's such like a '90s song in the in the show and stuff. I I want it to be that so badly, but it's not. It's gonna it's gonna probably be something. I hope it's like a, a song and, you know, like, like a like a rock ballad. Not a rock ballad, but a ballad and not maybe like a hip-hop song. I don't yeah. know. I, I, well, I hope they do it across the board. Like, I mean, the 90s show is very dated if you try to watch it now. Oh, I bought it on Blu-ray. I love it so much. It's, I mean, it's fun. But I hope that they fix a lot of the issues that they had with that because they did stray yeah. quite a bit from the story. And Has any of us read the book? This, I have. Um, that was my very first Stephen King book I ever read, and then I just fell down the rabbit hole. But it, it sounds like they're going to keep it pretty, you know, aside from adjustments for production purposes. It, the rumors are is it's going to be, for the book lovers, more legit. So we'll see. Hold on. So you see this tunnel that's behind Yeah. Me? She has moved that from the way far side of the living room all the way over to be right by me now. <laughs> so the stand and the dark tower are set in the same. No, no. no. So but they have the, the man in black. Because a man in black is why so, confusing. So here's here's kind of the thing. Like here's the lame, not fully the story, but kind of the story to give you enough what you need to know. If you hang on one so, second. If I borrowed you the Blu-ray, Kyle, would you watch it? Yes. Okay. It's okay. Here's, three discs, here's I believe. The, why is it three discs on a Blu-ray? It I only needs one. Hold on, I could be wrong. It might be one, <laughs> but it's it was it was four nights on television. Okay, so here's, probably like two. Go here's, on. <laughs> here's here's what you need to know. So Stephen King, his books stand alone, but the Dark Tower series starts to overlap all of his books, and he's got all these side stories that nobody actually figured out that they were part of the Dark Tower until much later, like The Mist. The Mist is one of the the shocker Dark Tower stories because it's part of the Dark Tower universe. And it's a great short story. I thought Darabon did an amazing job with the movie. Um, and The Stand does that. And the way that The Stand brings in the Dark Tower is, is with the man in black. So... Is the dark, to, the dark man. The dark man, yeah. Um, so you kind of have to... It's also... It's, in, in, in the stand, there's there's the old woman and the dark man. You're visited by one or the other, sometimes both. Um, and that's that's as this, this virus is happening, um, you're visited... Uh, survivors are visited by both, guiding you one way or the other. It's good versus evil. Base is the bare bones basic of this story. Gotcha. It's so damn good, dude. The Stand is one of my favorites. Like, I miss that kind of appointment television, miniseries television, TV mm-hmm. movies. Yeah, it was it been. was an event, dude. It was like, I, like I remember watching it every night. Like, I loved it. It was two hours Monday. I think they took off one day a week, so it was like Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, or something like that. And I remember my my aunt who lives downstairs from me now had like the VHS box set when it came out. 
And when I realized there was a Blu-ray, I'm like, hell yeah, I'm going to buy the Blu-ray. What are you, crazy? Like, I love it so much. But this cast is outstanding. This uh, James Marsden as Stu Redman, that's your main character. It's it's a group. It's like a group movie book type thing. But he, if I had to say a name, main character, it's him. Amber Heard is in it as Nadine Cross. Hmm. I don't want to say too much. Um, Glenn Bateman is a great Kinnear, which is kind of weird because Glenn was like an old little old man in the in the miniseries, wasn't he? Wasn't Glenn the little old man with a dog? Anyway, I I suck with names. So uh, like... the girl the girl from the Breakfast Club was Franny in the in the TV series. I forget her name. Um. But Odessa Young's playing here. But you got Henry Zaga, who plays a deaf, uh, a deaf man who was played by Rob Lowe in the TV series. Um, Mother Abigail is played by Whoopi Goldberg, which is crazy. Um, Joe Vendadepo is playing Larry Underwood. Let's see. Tom Cullen, M-O-O-N. That spells Tom Cullen. Uh, he's kind of like a mentally challenged dude. Marilyn Manson is uncredited, as, or they don't say his character yet. Your girl, Catherine McNamara, is in it. My yeah. girl, my girl, Heather Graham is in it. <laughs> so, uh, it's it's a huge, huge cast. I cannot wait till December seventeenth. I think all of it drops. Right? It's not just. It's just. Or is it week by week? I don't know. I'm. I'm going to be honest. <coughs> I don't know, and I don't know if the studios all know what they're doing because. Everybody is no longer playing by the traditional rules. I mean, oh, here it Amazon, is. Amazon with the boys, they decided not to drop everything at once. They only dropped three episodes. So now we have to wait. Um, HBO was only supposed to drop one episode of Raised by Wolves, but then dropped three. So if they do it, if they do it all at once, awesome. Or they might do it like a weekly. I would imagine probably a weekly to kind of draw it out more. But yeah. who knows? Yeah, I'm not sure, um, but it is. It says weekly right here. So, and it's on um, CBS All Access. Yeah, yeah, that ma- that would make sense as to why it's weekly. Yeah, that's what um, they're doing is, with all their other shows. This is all being piloted by Josh Boone, who directed the New Mutants. So, I'm going to detour for a second. Kyle and I went and saw the New Mutants uh, opening night, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, we have waited three years for this movie. Basically, I think it was two years since it was supposed to come out, but three years since it was announced. Mm-hmm. Um, I I really enjoyed it. Um, looking back, it was a fun movie. I think the characters were, were portrayed very well. Uh, I think they made magic out to be a little bit too much of a bitch, um, but that's <laughs> fine. That's fine. Uh, they don't really ever tell you her last name, so you don't know her roots. I think they did though i think they, when they were when they were when they were in the in the circle i think they went around and told everyone's name if it's, if well, they they did, didn't it's, real, it's real fast and then they mm-hmm. yeah so that character is actually colossus's younger sister from all the other x-men movies um but they don't mention it she's got a russian accent so you can maybe if you hear her say my name is Ileana rasputin maybe you'll figure it out um mm-hmm. if you're kind of a, a casual fan um, but anyway, but even, but even then, in the X Men films, they really didn't say his last name. No, and it's they they go by Peter instead of. Um, uh, oof, I, I it's, it's a it's a Russian way of saying Peter and Piotr, P I O T R. Yeah, it's like the same as 
Quicksilver. Pietro? Yeah. Anyway, uh, all the acting was cool. I thought the special effects were really well done. Um, the story obviously is kind of choppy because it's gone through so many rewrites and so many reshoots and stuff like that. But I think they pieced together a decent story, self-contained, because originally it was supposed to be a trilogy. Um, but obviously with, with Disney buying 20th Century Fox, which is now 20th Century Studios, I think they're calling mm-hmm. it. Yeah, that was weird to see for the first time. Uh, at the beginning of a movie, 20th Century Studios, not Fox, on the logo. Because the, they got the logo, they got the fanfare, which I'm wondering if the Disney movies now are going to put that back at the beginning of Star Wars. Which Maybe. They, 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 own the, they technically do own the, own the rights again to the original Star Wars. Because it doesn't feel right when I'm watching Star Wars start up and there's not the fanfare from 20th Century Fox right before... Oh, ago. well, that's right. On the on the Blu-rays, they don't have it, but on the DVDs, right. they still do. And the new movies don't have it either. Yeah. Um, anyway, no, I I thought I mean <laughs> I it, I, it for to me. I mean, like it was a movie. It wasn't good. I mean, it wasn't it wasn't the greatest. It wow. wasn't the worst. <laughs> it it was just a movie. Like it it Listen. wasn't groundbreaking for the first time going back to the theater since march i had fun with a movie yeah i mean i did too but i mean like for, i wasn't looking for, for a groundbreaking comic book movie <laughs> for us waiting two years for this movie i would have expected something see like, that's that's the exact opposite. opposite circumstance because of all that my expectations were way lower mm-hmm. because of all of that i was excited i'm always excited for new x-men always unless it involves wolverine um <laughs> And this had nothing to do with Wolverine. For the love of God, I was so happy. Shut up. Um, (laughs) The tie-in, I don't care about. It's an an X-Men tie-in. It's not a Wolverine tie-in. Yeah. Um, But Um, anyway, uh, keeping it spoiler-free, go ahead. I mean, I I enjoyed it. I did have fun. I just... For what you you told me about what was supposed to happen for the sequel, I would have wanted that. But you understand? Well, they're not doing it, so right. But I and I do understand why they're doing that. I would love to keep this cast and these characters for any future X Men stuff, but mm-hmm. they're probably going to start over because it's now Marvel's Marvel Kevin Feige's baby. So yeah, um, it's all their their doings now. But let me tell you this much: as long as you cast Jim from The Office as Mister Fantastic, I don't care what you do, Feige, with the rest of the Fantastic Four. Jim from the office needs to be Mr. Fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Even in all the fan, he looks like him. Will you see this movie, Jen, on like VOD or something? I probably won't pay to rent it, but um, when when it's on like HBO or what have you, whatever streaming service, I'll watch it. Maybe on Disney Plus. I mean, it's kind of what I did with, uh, what was it, Dark Phoenix when that came out. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't bad. I I had very low expectations for Dark Phoenix, and it was way better than I thought it would. Yeah. And I'm kind of in that same boat with this one. Um, These are all characters you're not going to know. Take it as, this is what I would say. I'm going to know them or not. Because I'm thinking, you don't know X-Men that well. I know that a little bit. Like the deep, the deep. I know X-Men more than I know a lot of the Marvel stuff. Oh, all right. Fair enough. Do you know Cannonball? I don't know Cannonball. Okay, that's fair. Uh, so, Sunspot. Here's, here's the thing, though, is like with this with this movie, it's like what you were talking about on 
I kind of, they kind of ruined it for me too, because they just kept putting it on hold. They kept doing the rewrites. They kept doing that. And that, you know, there's, it's kind of like with any, it's like dating lives or whatever. Have confidence, you know, have confidence in the work that you're doing. And the moment you lose that confidence, it's not as attractive anymore. So I kind of fall in that one with this movie. It's probably super fun. It looks though to me a little bit too much like Stranger Things with Mutants. Um, but I like the cast. Um, and we'll, we'll see where it goes. But it's, it's not one... If it would have missed the whole fanfare of all the different news stories over the past years, and it was just like, in a few months, new mute movies coming out, it'd be like, dude, I want to see that. But the stories that all came about, it kind of ruined that excitement for me. So we'll so, see. I don't know where I'll land. So I think what would have been better is if they put this on Disney+. Plus. Um, <laughs> I think if you would have reached more people with this, and it could have been in like an underground cult thing. Um, you could have reached more people because this is this is a coming of age horror movie, um, basically. Uh, these are kids um, realizing they're mutants, well, at least one of them, um, and they're kind of dealing with being a teenager, being like you know going through it. Um, best referenced by what's playing almost all the time in the rec room, Buffy. Yes, Buffy is in this movie. Sarah Michelle Gellar should get a credit for this movie. Cause she's in the background, and I, I at the time I could, could tell Kyle episode number, season number of which episode they were watching. It was it was one of the best episodes ever. Um, <laughs> the gentlemen are in it. It's called Hush. There's barely there's like no dialogue in the whole episode. Forty two minutes, like nobody says anything. It is outstanding work. Anyway, um, I think they did the Soul Sword like like fanfare too much. You do it once when you first reveal that she's got the sword, but then they kept doing it. Like, look at this awesome sword. Look at this awesome sword. Like once is cool, but I thought, I thought they did a good job. I'm going to say this right now. Uh, Lockheed, amazing cameo. Super <laughs> awesome way they did that. Granted, it's a, it's a shadow cat character, but the fact that she's with Ilyana, it works perfectly. Um, what else uh, was I going to say without being... Oh, Marilyn Manson does provide voices. Another movie with Marilyn Manson. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm, I'm surprised he didn't like do any like uh, Jen, I CG think, work. I think with that at, that attitude that you have of it, going into it, just watching it as a movie just to watch, I think you're going to like it. I think you'll enjoy it. I think I, I'll probably agree with you on that. Um, I find a lot of movies are like that where they just... I mean, I like Dark Phoenix. It had a lot of flaws to it. Like I could, you know, you could drive a semi through some of those flaws, but it was still, you know, to sit on the couch, have a good popcorn night, super enjoyed it. So I'm hoping for that. And that's why you watch movies. You know, you want that enjoyment. There are movies that blow you away. Um, and then there's the movies that, you know, they just make you happy. And I have a feeling this one will make me happy. There you go. So we'll see <laughs> um just a quick sidetrack question what do you want to call this verse now kyle is it not the arrow verse anymore is it the CW verse oh, what are you calling it god oh man was i not happy about that um it's the arrow verse through and through i think drop because, it all. I, I go with what i go with the mel said the berlanti verse berlanti verse i will i will give them the berlanti verse but in in universe if they do do anything arrowverse because he 
restarted the multiverse. <laughs> okay. Arrow did. So that was just a sidetrack thing. I want to do yeah. something different. I want to do something different because um, I've in COVID kind of discovered two new bands to me. Uh, they're new to me. Um, I want you all, you two, to recommend to our listeners a new band you've discovered in the last month or two that you're really mm. enjoying. New to you. It doesn't have to be brand new to the world, but new to you. So I'll go first to give you time to think. Um, I have two choices, but I'm going to give you one because I've been going back and forth uh, just listening to both albums all the way through, which I never do. I'm, I love when I can find an album to go all the way through. Uh, and that's State Champs. Uh, it's like skateboard, pop punk type stuff, like Warp Tour style music. Um, Mid-2010s is when they came out. Uh, I love, love that sound. It's like, you know, um, Simple Plan, Blink-182, Sum 41, kind of all that kind of stuff. I love the music. Uh, the lyrics are great. I've been sharing it on Facebook every so often with my stories and just, just kind of just enjoying it at work. And I just can listen to the last two albums, not the acoustic one, but the last two all the way through. And it's, it's outstanding. I love being able to do that. So I've rambled on for a few minutes to let you guys think and look and stuff. Who wants to go first? Not Jen. Kyle, you're muted. For me. Um, well, okay. Um, when I was, um, listening to Rammstein radio um this band this band did come up and i enjoyed it um it's called oomph (laughs) o-o-m-p-h of course okay um and i mean they got some they they have some pretty good songs um they're and also there was another one it's also actually called volker ball which was spoke which was it's another band so whatever uh, but this first band um, has some has some good songs that I went back into. Uh, but one song that really like that I just kept on listening to was uh, called uh, "I'm Going to Gottest I'm Pop Star," which translates to uh, "God is a Pop Star." Uh, came back came out in '96, so around the time Rammstein uh, was gearing up after their first album. Um, and it's it's get that woman a lozenge. I I know. Jeez. Hey, ma'am. Hi. No, no. Do not yell. Do not yell at her. Get, Kyle, that is your girlfriend. Get up. Get her some tea with some honey. How you doing? Doing good. Oh, oh, adult, adult warning going on this episode. Do it for All the right. podcast. All right. So, real quick, sum up, Kyle. The the bands. Oomph. Got the same pop star. Uh, would recommend. They also do some English songs as well. Jen, I was like, I'm sitting there going, okay, I've been listening to a bunch of shit that I really like, and then I'm like, what was the name of that band? <laughs> I was like, don't stop. Um, so I've been. This has been for like the last year, though. I've been obsessed with the Idols because they are like traditional British punk music, but they're all positive. You know, and every one of they've got three songs off their new album that comes out in a few weeks, and every one of them is just powerful. Like it's super good. I mean, on their last album, my favorite line is "The snowflakes and avalanche," and I'm like, hell yeah! But because of them, 
discovered a band here in LA that I've been listening to a lot from a band called the Flatworms. Um, and they have an, an album called Antarctica, but similar thing, that kind of like old school punk music. And it's, it's dirty and just freaking fun. So I've been kind of going on that. And then I, then I switch back over and I listen to a lot of the Nashville bands, like still really into the Minks and Lady Couch and all them, but, but yeah, that's where I'm at. Nice. There you go. There's some music recommendations from us. The two albums I've been listening to, I figured I should tell you guys so you guys can look it up if you want. Around the World and Back by State Champs and Living Proof by State Champs are both two really good ones. If you enjoy Linkin Park style music, the other band I've been listening to a lot is Crown the Empire. Their most recent album, Sudden Sky, is similar to that style. It came out last year. So, so new metal? No, it's not. It, no, um, later Linkin Park. Okay. Um, not not like not like one more light stuff, but like. But like um, the album before that. No, I mean it, it's got they've got heavy stuff. So or minutes to midnight. Yeah, maybe that. Yeah. Okay. They're classified on iTunes as hard rock. I wouldn't call them hard rock, but their older stuff is a little more harder than this this current album. Anyway. Um, before I review Tenets, since I'm the only one that could do that, I'm going to let Kyle talk about the new video game, Marvel Avengers, available now on Xbox One, PS4, and Steam. And Stadia. And whatever Stadia is. Google's cloud uh, gaming. So just PS4, Xbox One, and Steam is all you really worry about? Yeah. Because uh, maybe yeah. I'll be wrong, but Stadia will be gone in a month. Uh, probably. Uh, it's, I mean, I enjoy the video game. Uh, there's a lot to it. If Arkham that was not the first video game of its kind, this would be groundbreaking. But unfortunately, Arkham came first, and Spider-Man and the Avengers all copy that sort of, like, storytelling and gameplay. So, so to me, it's, it's all the same. But I still enjoy it. I, I do it for the story and everything because I wanted because I wanted to know where how did Cap die? Uh, where did the Avengers go after A Day? And how will they um, handle Inhumans and AIM? Because AIM AIM is a major store, a major player in this video game, and I was surprised to see how how they handled AIM and their characters with it. Gotcha. So you're enjoying it? I'm enjoying it. I am apparently on the second to last mission before the end. Jeez, it's only been out um, a couple days. <laughs> yeah, well, that happens when you play it for 12 hours in one day. Yeah. Um, but apparently the, the stuff that I have to do in order to get to the, to the last level <laughs> takes, takes a little while. So I... I've, didn't play any today because I'm like I need a I need a day, sure to play just to um, just to have that. Plus, I mean, there's a whole bunch of side missions too that I'm gonna have to get because of all the costumes that all come with it too. Gotcha. All right, cool. All right, there you go. Um, did we know Seth Rogen is doing a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles reboot? Yeah, like only four years since the last movie. I think <laughs> even that. Yeah, um, but I think I don't know if this one's going to be animated or CGI live action. Oh, CGI. 
So kind of know. like what they do with TMNT? I think so. Gotcha. Anyway, that just thrown out there. I just saw the headline from like June. And I'm like, oh, I didn't know that. Anyway. Um, uh, real quick, my tenant review, non-spoilery. What can I say? Nothing, really, because <laughs> <laughs> anything I would say would be a bit of a spoiler. Um, I am not a big Nolan freak. Um, I like the Batman movies. The end. Um, I'm not a huge Nolan fan. I thought Inception was whatever. I thought Interstellar was terrible. I really wanted Interstellar to be good because it's a space movie. And I like space movies. And it had a good cast. <laughs> I hated it. <laughs> I could not say <laughs> it. Um, it's too long. Yes, it is way too long. Plus, and- I just rewatched it not too long ago. And I... I, I liked it when I saw it, but it's not the strongest of his catalog. And it, no. it holds up okay, but you guys are, it, they needed to trim off a good half an hour, 45 mm-hmm. minutes of that movie. Yeah. I'll agree. But aside from Dave, fucking love Inception. Mm-hmm. Inception is so smart. And like the more I watch it, the more my mind just goes, oh. Inception like, and the Prestige so are his, oh. are fantastic non Batman films. Memento was good. Memento, Memento, and I think it's Dunkirk. I still want to see too. Oh, Dunkirk is is hands down. It's 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 crazy. Like I had no real desire to see it. Like I like war movies and every now and again, but it's beautiful and it is intense. Like they did a really really great job. And just it's the in Nolan style. It's not a parallel storyline. You know, like Mm -hmm. the way he plays with time which is yeah. Dunkirk is why I'm excited about him just because of the subject matter uh insomnia is not his movie he directed it but he didn't write it gotcha uh, I remember when that movie came out it just seemed like another another crime movie to me <laughs> uh, but memento memento was good I liked memento I'm not huge on it he he you know whatever it was good it was like his his breakout film for sure mm-hmm. Um, I still want to see Transcendence, which he's an executive producer on. He didn't really do anything with. Um, but yeah, like, um, yeah, Dunkirk's on my list. Anyway, um, I'll, I'll give the prestige another chance. I'll have to watch it again. But I remember the first time I watched it, I was like, this is dumb. Um, Oh, dude, I think prestige is one of the best, uh, (laughs) crazy magic movies. So here's my thing. During that time with the prestige, um, there was another magic yes movie yeah. with edward norton and jessica Biel. yeah so but i think i think, I think you're you're nailing it right there kyle is i think people get them mixed up but mm-hmm. the prestige is i saw them both Jackman. i thought they both sucked <laughs> oh wow oh, go back go back dave do me a favor this is your homework go back and watch the prestige now it is it holds up and i think it holds up better now than it did when i first watched it because yeah. The twists and turns it takes, you're just like, damn, it's good. Um, okay, so with Tenet, I was excited because I love John David Washington. He's fantastic in uh, The Black Klansman. Um, a great movie, especially for right now. Go watch that movie. So good. Spike Lee movie, very good movie. And I think it's based, yeah, it's based on a true story. So check that movie out if you've never seen it before. He's in Ballers too, which I'm not a huge fan of that show, but he's good in it. Um, and in, in my general opinion, and I don't mean to stereotype him, I think he's the next 
uh, Denzel. I know he's kind of older already. You mean his father? Exactly. <laughs> he's the next his father? Yes. <laughs> uh, he has the same cadences as his father, like when you hear him talk, especially in Tenet. He's kind of really bringing the Denzel portion of his lineage in. Um, like, I'm like, oh, this could have been Denzel. <laughs> <laughs> Ow! Yikes. It's all nails when she tries to climb on me, and I'm wearing shorts. <sighs> okay. Um, I really, yeah, I really enjoy his work, and he's really good as the, 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 he holds the movie. He's the main character. It's his movie. He's, he's the Leo of this movie. Um, Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> Um, he does really well, and I'm now um, I've got a man crush for Pattinson. Uh, Robert Pattinson is fantastic in this movie. Um, just so easygoing this character that he has. And while I, I I I figured some things out, I had no idea that John David Washington also played in the NFL. Anyway, uh, <laughs> oh, interesting. He had, he had one season with the Rams, uh, oh. the St. The Louis Rams. Before they went wow. to LA and then back again and then back again and whatever. Um, um, I'm trying to describe some of these characters without giving too much away. I figured some things out as the movie was going on, um, which you're going to do if you're paying attention. This movie absolutely takes a couple of viewings to really catch everything because there's so much in it. But even one of the characters says when she's explaining the science of what they're doing, she says, just don't even worry about it. Just do what you're told is basically what she's told or what he, she tells, tells him when she's explaining this, this science to uh, John David Washington's main the character, which if I say his name, it's a spoiler. Um, kind of. Ooh. This movie is crazy. Uh, if I wanted to describe it in a geeky way, I would say timey-wimey uh, time travel Doctor Who type stuff. It's don't get caught up in the minutia of paradoxes, Kyle. Looking at you. Um, All right. <laughs> don't get caught up in time travel theory, like a lot of people did with Endgame, uh, or more Infinity War than Endgame. Or no, Endgame. Endgame. No, Endgame. Um, don't get caught up on that. Enjoy the movie. I thought it was fantastic. I want to see it again. Uh, everybody's awesome in it. Even this new woman who's like a giant. She's super tall. Um, in this movie, but she's awesome in it. She's so good. And then, of course, my favorite Shakespearean actor is the bad guy. I didn't know Kenneth Branagh was even in this movie. Mm -hmm. um, I, I was shocking when I saw Kenneth Branagh. I'm like, oh! And then they also had a trailer for his new movie, which is uh, uh, what's-her-name's latest? Oh, uh, the uh, um, Agatha Christie? Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah Death was, on the Nile? Yes, looks outstanding. Another great mm -hmm. cast. Um, Murder on the Orient was a great cast too and then now he's doing this one um, as Hercule Pierrot um, just awesome he's so good in this movie you hate him and you have every right to um, <laughs> it's just so good I didn't know he married Helena Monaconner for a little while uh, anywho oh. that's my spoiler for your review Go check it out. Let us know what you thought. I hope these two get to see it soon. I know Jenny if, has to wait. If you want to go to the movie theater, if you do not yes, feel yes. safe, absolutely don't do go. not go. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was the only one in that theater, so I was very lucky. I kind of kept my eye on it. I wasn't going to go, actually. And I'm like, oh, I'm the only one that has a ticket. It's an hour before. I'll go. Nobody else showed up. I also had a free popcorn and free soda coming to me, so. Woo! 
there's my dinner. Uh, yeah, even I mean, even for like New Mutants, it was everything was safe. There was one. What AMC does is. Oh, you went to AMC? Yeah, because it was free. Huh. Um, I didn't pay anything. You uh, wow. So when you get your seat, they block the two next to you and the ones around you. Because they, they have more seats. I wish Marcus did that. Marcus doesn't have enough seats because they recline. Mm-hmm. So they're they're at way less capacity. And so AMC has to block off more. Gotcha. Um, so, uh, yeah, I don't really like our AMC theater, but that was nice. Yeah, even if there were people, they weren't going to be near me. But I had the whole theater to myself. It was, it was, I didn't have anywhere near anxiety I had at New Mutants when I just would think about the outbreak scene movie hmm. in the movie theater. Um, but, yes, I highly recommend Tenet. If you wait for VOD, which I know Jen has to, um, get it. It's it's real good. I I liked it a lot. It, and I'm not a huge Nolan fan, so I'm not I'm not just preaching uh, from the book of Nolan. What's uh, funny too, though, is I'm gonna I'm gonna just say that the one thing that I do like from this pandemic is, well, I don't like spending a bunch of money, but I bought Bill and Ted for twenty five bucks. I now own Bill and Ted three way preferred that than going to the movie theater and then uh mm-hmm. last night um we watched mulan so 30 bucks basically for mulan and still way nicer to sit out in my backyard with the projector than having to go deal with people so i am all thumbs up for the video on demand i'll pay for it there you go all right real quick we're gonna fly through some things because we're going long and i need to eat dinner yet and it's late um they announced on Disney Plus the first episode streaming dates for The Mandalorian. Uh, we are just over a month away, October 30th. Not my boyfriend. <laughs> right. It's Timothy Olyphantastic Oli- Oli- will be there. Rosario mm-hmm. Dawson playing uh, my kitten's namesake, Ahsoka Tano. Um, still rumored. I, I, that's still, it's still rumored. Shut up. I, I'm sorry. It's still rumored. If it doesn't happen, that's a huge letdown. I'm telling you right now. Um, but Bo Katan Chris will be there for sure, and Tamira Morrison will be playing Boba Fett for sure. Yep. Um, and then Giancarlo Esposito's Moff Gideon returns. G- Gina Carano's Cara Dune also returns, and then Carl Weathers' character, which he's very excited about, is returning. Um, but no new trailer. Which I did say to somebody recently, I'd be okay with no new trailer. Just give me the episodes. But I want a new trailer. I want something yeah. to sink my teeth into right friggin' now. I'd, I'd say probably closer to the end of the month, maybe mid, actually, yeah, mid-month of September, I think we'll get the trailer. Yeah. Well, I, I, I think it'll be online. I don't think it'll be, like, during the NBA playoffs at all. I think it'll be directly online. Um, real quick, Sony seems to have struck a deal with Amazon for multiple Marvel TV series, kind of like the Netflix deal. Mm -hmm. Uh, Of course, Sony only has a certain section of the Marvel universe, the Spider-Man universe. Um, so they're looking at making a silk show and that's really all they've announced so far is that that's the show they're looking at. Um, who's a, yeah, they they also, I'm sorry. I don't know if you're going to say this, but they also want to do a Spider-Woman. Right. I think we talked about that last time with Olivia Wilde running. Yes, yes, you did. Sorry. My other future wife. (laughs) Um, Let's see real fast. Oh, uh, The Boys. Do you guys both watch it? Yep. Yep. Spoiler free, please. I haven't started it yet. It's gross. It's It's great. (laughs) Greatly gross. 
Yeah. Really gross. I, I, I had to the the recap that they had in front of it. Oh, I nice. was so thankful for. Yeah, because I wanted because, to rewatch it, but now I don't have to. But it, it's like, oh yeah, that's exactly what happened. And there's there's some bits that that Homelander does or says that I'm like, oh yeah, that was part of season one. Totally forgot about it because it's been a year now since that came out. Uh, and, if, and I binged season one in like a day. Did they release all the episodes right away? I couldn't remember. Season one, they did. Yeah. yeah. But season they two, did. they're doing weekly. Because I know Amazon every Friday didn't do that with Jack Ryan. You had to go week by week, mm-hmm. if I remember correctly. Or am I wrong? Well, like, so, the for, yeah, like Kyle said, season one, they released all at one time. They dropped the first three episodes Thursday. And then the rumor is it's going to be weekly here on out. So yeah, every Friday. Um, but uh, so the the greatest review. So the storyline. I did you watch all three episodes? Kyle? Yes. I I like the, where they're taking the story. It's freaking great. I, I love the new characters. I love Stormfront. Oh god. It's it's. So oh, hold on, Kyle. Do you know the meaning of Stormfront? I I know what Stormfronts character represents okay because so i wanted to i wanted to say i like her characterization of it okay. i am no way in saying that i i like i i what that, what that I, all is you. <laughs> i just wanted to make sure you knew what storefront is an actual thing and that's why she has that name <laughs> yeah yeah no it, it's a it's a gender it's a gender swap from the comics yes too. yes yes but the, I think the greatest, I'm, like I said, I, I love where they're going with the story, but the greatest review is we made dinner, we sit down, and we're like, hey, let's start the boys. We get like 15, 20 minutes in, and Patrick just looks at me and he goes, this show is impossible to eat anything. It's not before. a food, it's not a food show. <laughs> like, we're, like sitting down for The Walking Dead and then, all right, let's take it into dinner. No, what are you doing? That, that I think I have a feast while walking, watching The Walking Dead compared to this one. I mean, there is so much core. It's so good. It's all stupid, too. That's what makes it, like, you know... Well, what, in the first... support violence, but I support this violence because it is ridiculous. In the first three minutes of the first episode of the first season, the dude explodes through his girlfriend. Mm -hmm. Uh, You see her jaw just come back and fly through the air. Or, spoiler alert on season one, the bomb up the butt. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Which translucent, man? What's your... Oh yeah, yeah. I I've ordered my pops for the boys. Oh, I did not order everybody. Um, I ordered my favorites because ordering. You know, I did see a clip. This is weird. Sorry about that weird noise I just made. Um, I did see a clip that showed us uh, like a like a screen grab of who's the 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 weapons guy, the bomb guy. That Frenchie. What's your Frenchie? Yes, Frenchie wearing a elite club. Yeah, elite, he's elite he's shirt. wearing a Kenny Omega shirt. No, it's an elite. Oh, it's an elite. I thought it was a Kenny yeah, it's Omega. Got deer, like, it's got the deer antlers. It's an elite. Oh, shirt. okay. Even like, better. I was, I was like, "That's pretty dope. That's pretty yep. cool." I did. I did see that screen grab too, and I'm like, "Oh, that's perfect." But I, I also, wanted to say something. Also, my wrestling review, real quick. I thought All Out was very irresponsible. That's all I'm gonna say. Uh, yes. <laughs> that's all I'm gonna say. I'm one player or another. I don't. I didn't watch a lot of the matches because I didn't order it. I'm gonna watch. I didn't it order it either. I read the reviews and I'm, I thought some of the things they let those guys do was a little too much. But hopefully Matt Hardy's okay. That's all I'm saying. Uh, he's he's out really of the hospital. Kind of, no MRI or passed, no concussion. He passed to come. Yeah, he passed that before he left. I guess. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, all right. So the boys, cool. 
All right, let's wrap things up. Anything else? Oh, I'm sorry. Yes, Jenny's freaking out. <laughs> I have a lot I want to talk about because, one, anybody else watching Lovecraft Country? Not yet. No, but I did hear that they released the fourth episode early. Yes. and I was Yeah, they released was... the third episode of the Vow documentary, too. They do that, though. Ah! <laughs> do that uh, when it's Memorial Day weekend and Labor Day. HBO used to do that with Sopranos and, and all that. I, I'm going to get to Lovecraft Country. I might do that Tuesday and Wednesday. I've off those two days this week. I mean, you guys, have you guys, you've read H.P. Lovecraft, and do you you know about H.P. Lovecraft? I know know about Cthulhu. I know enough about H.P. Lovecraft to be dangerous. I don't, I'm not a a, a big... So, I mean, it's monsters and weird, you know, cult societies and stuff is majority of H.P. Lovecraft's thing, but H.P. Lovecraft himself was a Nazi. Like, he is a super racist son of a bitch. Like, he's not a good guy. So, the book Lovecraft Country is basically based on that. Is It's the stories of H.P. in in the yeah. world like, of H.P. It is in his own universe. But they do, they're doing such a freaking great job with it. The, the cast is phenomenal, but every episode, it almost has that weird, almost X-Pilot, like, sense to it where all the episodes line up together and it's a continuing story, but each one is like its own genre. Um, episode three is one of the best ghost story like types one. And then the one that they released from this one is like Raiders of the Lost Ark meets the Goonies. Like every one has this different like tone to it that I'm just, I'm blown away. It is, it's so twisted and so much fun. And the guy that plays Ubar on uh, Vikings is in it, and he's a weird, bleached-out white dude, but still still really like that actor. So thumbs up on H- uh, on Lovecraft Country. Super good. Um, started Raised with Wolves. Got one of the three episodes down. I don't know how I feel about it, but it's, um, it's interesting. And it, I'm curious, and you guys might know this, if it's part of the Prometheus storyline. From what I heard, it's not. It's it's its own thing. It could it could stand with it. Like after the first episode, it's like, are we sure about that? Like, because it has that kind of feel to it. Plus, it's nice to see Ragnar back. Mm-hmm. It's good to see him back in something. Uh, my friend sent me that trailer. He's like, dude, watch the end of this, and I go, huh, he's alive. <laughs> <laughs> it it's it's interesting, but it's very sci-fi, and it, it's pretty mm-hmm. cool, but. I have to tell everybody here, especially if you are a Zoom, like use Zoom calls. Shudder has a movie called Host. It's a Shudder original. It's an hour long. We did a group watch on it on Friday. I have not seen a horror movie that I've jumped that much and I've like serious EBGBs. But in order to watch this movie, you should do a group watch via a Zoom call because the entire movie is a Zoom call. And really? it is, so we we had the movie on one screen and then our friends on the other screen with our actual Zoom and we all hit play at the same time and we're all watching it together. And it, it feels like you're part of their call, but their call goes south really fast. And they're legit like, oh my God, tech scenes, like EBGP movies. So I highly recommend it. And it's only an hour. So Sounds like they keep, um, getting, they keep getting the your Zoom call, it will hit the forty minute expiration. You know, like it keeps giving them those updates, and you're like, no, don't hang up, don't hang up. 
It's good. It sounds like it sounds like that movie that they did a couple years ago where they did all like did they were all on Skype. Unfriended. Unfriended, yes. It might be. This one, like without spoilers or it's unfriended. I think it's unfriended too. <laughs> yeah. That was the dark web one was that one. Gotcha. This one this one was basically, you know, it's it's COVID days, which is they really did, I'm sorry, searching too was one they did all by a webcam with John Cho. Mm-hmm. searching for his daughter who goes missing and he does it all like through her laptop like he's looking for trying to find her that's a good one too well this one is basically the premise that you can get from the trailer as well as you know it's during covid times everybody's at home they all want to hang out so once a week these friends all get on a call together and one of them suggests to get a girl and they'll do a seance so they all light a candle and like they're all just you know millennials that are being silly and they're not taking it seriously and then it just goes to shit but it is so creepy and it's so legit and it's so, i i don't know if it would have been as scary if i was watching it on a tv but i patrick me and our friends we all jumped like five or six times in this movie so i highly recommend that one so both on i'm sorry uh, both unfriended are like that it's shot as a computer screen film that's what they call it um, I did not like the first one. Unfortunate Dark Web was, was okay. I like that one. Um, a movie you shouldn't see that I thought was horrible horror movie, I know we've talked about it when I watched it, is The Gallows. Never watch The Gallows. Hmm. Awful movie. It's like it's Teresa's. To- Don't watch Teresa's either. The Gallows is bad because you're rooting for them all to die. You're, there's no one you want to live. These people all suck. They're all terrible, terrible teenagers. And they made a sequel. Uh, anyway. Real quick, did you guys, have you guys seen Bill and Ted yet or um, Mulan? Neither. Um, I, She's I seen Mulan. She saw it like one after another. I can't spend $30 just for oh, me to watch God. it. If I had a whole <laughs> house of kids and stuff to watch it, I would totally get it. I think with it, Mulan too, because it's through Disney Plus, and I could be wrong on this, so double check this. Don't hold me to it. But I think if you pay for it, you have it. Like it's you, your- once once you pay for it, the you have it until you're until you're done with your subscription. What I, what I remember happening was Mula or I'm sorry, Disney Plus released um that onward onward yes, and you could rent it, and then like a month later they gave it away for free, or even not even a month, it was like a couple yeah. of weeks because quarantine yeah. started. Yeah, um, well, but that's what they're doing with this one. You can it will be on Disney Plus in December. So mm-hmm. I'll wait. I'll wait for that. I I want to yeah. see it. It's, despite it's, despite the outlash, you know it's getting the backlash it's getting, um, which I'm hearing is not very good. Uh, not that the movie's bad, but some of the things portrayed in it are not culturally good. I could be wrong. I, maybe the headlines I'm seeing are not wrong, but I I don't know anything about this. I'll have to read into it. I we watched I thought, it last night, and it was it was beautifully made. I liked the characters in it, and it had great actors. I mean, I thought the the, out, the the backlash was, or. Er, not the backlash, but the premise behind it was that it was more historically accurate and not, or mythologically accurate, not like Disney making a, di- a dinosaur or dragon, a talking dragon. Although everybody wanted Mushu in the movie, but they wanted it to be more accurate to the story or something. I don't know. I can't really speak on it. I don't know too much about Mulan. I only watched the cartoon I'm like for the first time four months ago. So, uh, <laughs> so I can't speak on it. I do plan to watch Bill and Ted. I'm going to actually probably buy it all. They have all three of them on iTunes for 35 bucks. 
So you can have all three of them. And I want to own the first two anyway. Um, but I have my friend's voodoo account who has it right now. And I'm just waiting when two of my other friends are going to get together so we can watch it together. Bless you. I'm, I just pulled up the article, I guess, because it's set, you know, in China and, and all that, right. it's very, um, pro-democracy activists are, are against it because of the current, um, political climate that's in Hong Kong. And yeah, I see, I see. So, but I, I really, I, I enjoyed it. I thought they did a really good job with it. Um, it's cool to see Jet Li in something again. Very funny. What? Back Jet like, yeah. what? Jet Li's um, in it? Oh, dude. Why yeah. did I not hear about this? Yeah, it's it's freaking great. Like, and um, what's his name? Um, he played Brandon Lee in the movie. Jason like Scott uh, Lee. Yeah, he's in it, and he's freaking great. Donnie, like, Donnie Yen is in it. Yeah, they did a. I I really enjoyed it. We watched it last night, and then um, I kind I mean, of mentioned earlier that the original voice Ming Na Wen does make a cameo. Nice. They it it's not like the cartoon by any any means, but. Um, very, from my perspective, really cool as a, as a female, you know, just her proving that she can do what a man can do in the honor of her family and her emperor and all that, you know, so it was, it was cool. Um, and then Bill and Ted, if you haven't seen Bill and Ted, I've told this to everybody, Bill and Ted is the movie that the world needs right now. It totally is the movie the world needs right now. It's so, it's Bill and Ted are old. They're still trying to be excellent to everybody, except they're old and they're kind of tired. And it's awesome. It's so good. It has so many good fills. It's, oh, I love it. All right. There you go. Uh, those were as spoiler-free as we can get it. Sorry, guys, if there's any spoilers in there. I didn't hear anything, so I think we're good. We'll be back next week, um, hopefully with a topic this time. Um, I only work one job this week, so I have time to think on things. So we'll come back with a topic. I won't just be geek out stuff. I'll fix my sound issues. There's something weird going on over here, but everybody was heard, I believe. So that's all good. Um, all right. Uh, real quick. Any last closing remarks, Kyle? Be good to each other. Oh, stole that one from Jen. Go ahead, Jen. Stole from you too. Yeah. Yeah like that go out on a good note that's a good one all right um i might try a twitch watch along with the atomic geekdom crew because through twitch and prime you can watch prime movies on twitch with your followers and your people that watch with you so um i might pull these two see what movie we want to watch and on a friday night or something you can hang out with the atomic geekdom crew on my twitch channel and we'll watch a movie together um, I think that'd be pretty I highly cool. recommend horror movies because in all of our recent like quarantine video watching, those are the best because right. you can over talk a horror movie without ruining the movie. Sure. And I am, I am absolutely a mystery science theater riffer um, when it's a bad horror movie. So um, let's have some fun. We'll pick a movie. We'll announce it on Twitter and everything in our Facebook. So keep an eye out for that stuff. Uh, my Twitter or my Twitch is twitch.tv slash CJ Clark 21. Uh, follow it, subscribe, do all that cool stuff. You know, Amazon gives you a free subscribe if you have Prime. Throw your throw your subscribe my way, and I'll appreciate you. Um, but currently, I'm playing Avengers and some Switch games on there as frequently as I can. And uh, we'll do this movie night sometime soon. See how it goes, and maybe we'll do it a couple times uh, throughout winter since we're going to be. 
probably quarantined again very, very soon. <laughs> uh, some of you are still quarantined, as you probably should be. Um, and we should be too. It's very much too much. Like nothing has changed again um, in my state. Uh, just masks is the only difference. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, as, as Kyle stated, as Jen stated, be good to each other. Um, be excellent to each other, as our friends would say. Um, and uh, Jen, real quick, give us a Wild Stallions. Wild Stallions! And she did the air guitar. Perfect. All right. We'll see you guys next week. Take care. Say goodbye. Bye.